Chapter 31 It rankled Gloria's sensibilities to break a promise to Henry, but the next day, she'd been too paralyzed by doubt to face him. Creeping doubt. When the phone rang, she ignored it. She ignored the following texts. When he'd pounded on her door the second day after, she'd hidden in the shadow of the hallway and waited for him to leave, knowing he'd look through the dirty windows of her living room to see if she was doing exactly what she was, rejecting him. When the frantic messages abated on the fourth day and her doorbell uncharacteristically sang out, Gloria tiptoed to the door, her eye peeking from behind the curtain, assured it was Henry pressing his suit. Instead, she threw open the door to a sour-faced Carl, sweating in his cheap suit, a scowl pushing his prominent brows more closely together. Gloria sighed. Hello, Carl. Everything all right? Gloria tried to think. Had her brother ever just dropped by? She saw Carl's gaze travel past her, searching the house, then the driveway and beyond. Can I help you find something? She deadpanned, moving to allow him to fully see inside. Carl looked back, a slight smile of embarrassment lacing his puffy features. He swallowed and leaned in slightly. I just thought you should know they, uh, they're going to issue a, an arrest warrant for Henry as soon as the DA signs off, and, and that could happen any moment. They want to question him again, and the, uh, victim at the lake had Henry's address on her when she died. I think he may prey on older ladies, sis. I, I don't mean to be rough. I wanted, I thought you should know. Gloria nodded, her face blank, her heart quietly breaking just a small measure more. He's not here. Carl shrugged. Okay, look, I know y'all are special friends, and I didn't want you to be caught unawares. You should be careful, you know. I hate for you to get mixed up in this mess. It's over, Gloria supplied lamely, shrugging like a 16-year-old. So, but you know. Carl pressed his lips together a look of impatience covering the small moment of concern he'd shared. Good, okay, I gotta get back to the station. He meant the gas station, of course, not the police station. He turned and then stopped, swiveling back around, squinting into the late afternoon sun directly overhead. You take care of yourself, sis. I mean it. He swiveled his great girth back around and hustled back to his car where he lifted his form laboriously into the front seat, moving his suit around uncomfortably. Gloria watched as he drove away, her heart melting just a shade for her normally useless older brother. She thought about calling to warn Henry. She wanted to, but she froze. Should she just go to him now and admit that even though she didn't trust him, she would help him if he wanted to turn himself in? Should she try and mount a campaign of blind support and help find the real killer, potentially a jealous teen wife? Yeah, that probably wouldn't work out too well, she conceded, since it couldn't possibly be true. But she had to at least warn him. Gloria rushed inside, grabbing her purse and moving down the hallway to fetch her shoes and a stash of money she kept in her bottom dresser drawer. What was she thinking? Give him money and watch him flee? Lie for him? How far would she go? The back door banged shut behind her as she scurried to the car. Gloria... Her name was whispered in her ear. She could feel his breath hot against her neck. Henry! Her heart leapt. She spun around, but there was nothing there. Just a swing creaking under a distant tree. The wind and the bird calls. She had a moment of vertigo and wobbled on her feet, 
then the feeling of lightheadedness passed as quickly as it had come on. She slid behind the wheel and aggressively punched the engine to life. She had to see him, even if she no longer believed him. He was sick. He needed her help. <laughs> 